hands up, you're out of luck And your back's up against the wall From Tunisia to Washington The people are calling no You're casting guns, you're cutting thugs Your lies on the TV None of that can save you now As your reign is swept away Get up, get up, your voices are needed Become, become the pulse of the revolution In the ranks of the masses rising Get up, get up, your voices are needed Become, become the pulse of the revolution In the ranks of the masses rising Greetings, everyone. This is Bobby Vaughn Jr., and with me, as always, is Kimberly Schultz. Hello. (laughs) Yes, this is episode 13 of our podcast, but what we've been doing here lately is we're doing a series with a world-renowned naturopathic doctor by the name of Dr. Chip, Dr. Marlboro... Uh, Dr. Marlborough Chip, I, that's what I'd rather call him, Dr. Marlborough, but uh, you can call him Dr. Chip. And this is episode three of our series. We're going to be doing many episodes within this series, so if you want to subscribe to our podcast, you just go to a acalltoactions.com and you'll see all the different podcast platforms that you can subscribe to us on, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Stitcher, and that's just to name a few. Or just go to any of those on your apps and type in a call to actions and you'll see it. Subscribe. So what we're doing is we're providing we're providing the solutions to some of the world's biggest problems. And some of the world's biggest problems come in the form of toxins and what we ingest or put into our body. Either Willingly or unwillingly, definitely a lot of it is is unwilling through chemical toxicities of our cities, uh, industrial civilization in general. But God has always had solutions to these problems. And what's interesting is they these remedies actually grow. And they have a way of supplying us with with what we need whenever we need them. And they, they even grow in the season that of which we need them, which is really interesting. Um, rather than going out and spraying your weeds with weed killer, how about do, it, do a little research? Maybe those weeds are exactly what you need. So, Dr. Chip, today I want to talk about stress, anxiety, and the nervous system and the possible effects that toxins and pollution, etc., have on our nervous system. So, again, hey, Dr. Chip, and uh, welcome back to episode three. Well, thank you. Hello, hello, and hi. I'm here, and um, whatever you'd like to start with, go ahead and uh, put it up on the table, and let's uh, kick it around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this day and age, I, I believe that more people are dealing with the effects of anxiety, stress, and bombardment of their nervous system from uh, from the outside world. Though, it's not all just coming from the outside world. A lot of it's what we put into our bodies. Though, if, if you could just sum up some of the some of the worst things that that you've seen 
in regards to the unwilling bombardment that causes stress plus the willing bombardment. Well, you say some of the worst things I've seen. Do you have a month you can set aside that we can just go straight through and keep talking about it? I mean, I've been in this field a long time, and and it's um, you know it's never ending. First of all, what you just said before, what some of the people or a lot of the people or however you re you referred to it um, are dealing with stress, anxiety, and problems with their nervous system. Now you you can I'm not correcting you here, but I'm just saying as it relates to that statement you can amend that statement to say all the people um, I just defy anybody to go out there and find somebody who isn't complaining of or suffering from stress anxiety uh, and along with anxiety goes uh, anger depression um, and uh, mood swings and uh, it's 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 a whole bushel basket full of uh, of uh, symptoms and traits and feelings that people have that all go together and um, then of course the nervous system has to handle that so uh, it's pretty much everybody not just a lot of people but everybody and um, that doesn't mean that, that um, we don't know how to handle it that doesn't mean it can't be handled uh, but if people are not made aware of the natural and spiritual ways that they can deal with those matters um, then they're all suffering from that and um, uh, so it's up to us yeah, because we care and um, we're here to help people and God put me on this earth to help people and make people well and keep people well and I love doing my job and um, uh, so it's up to us to at least put forth the uh, options and the possibilities and, and uh, I can only speak of what I've observed and had success with over the last six decades uh, working with and uh, both from using myself and then for just countless uh, patients and customers and people and clients and in, in all areas of the country uh, particularly headquartered around here in Orange County in Southern California but also because of um, references to people all over the whole country and um, it makes a big difference and so um, people don't have to give in to stress and anxiety and uh, problems with their nervous system and let me th just throw something in quickly about the nervous system the nervous system is outgoing and outreaching and and when I say that not just internally but um, when people are suffering uh, all sorts of uh, nervous system uh, punishment, shall we say, uh, it's going to show up from uh, the dark circles under their eyes to their broken out skin to all of their different uh, skin rashes and dermatitis and skin conditions and acne and uh, uh, just, you know, problems with their hair and hair falling out and, and premature grayness and... Uh, uh, just uh, you know that lousy complexion and just a, a very aged look and uh, weakness and so it, it reflects itself we think of our nerves as being inside the body which they certainly are but um, when the nervous system is under attack uh, and it's blowing up with um, the punishment that we're putting it through it uh, reacts and puts forth these um, these different uh, 
symptoms, shall we say, uh, these different conditions, these different uh, screams for help, and they show up right on the outside. So at least it's easy for me because as a diagnostician and somebody who's been in this field so long and and um, I recognize these things and it's it's very clear uh, when one's nervous system is, is suffering and it's, uh, as we said when we talked about the liver the other day, the liver is so important, but God made the liver so it can regenerate and rebuild itself uh, and we're certainly thankful for that. Uh, and most people don't ever learn that and take the um, initiative to go about what it takes to rebuild, to clean off their liver and rebuild it and strengthen it and regain their health. Well, the same thing with the nervous system. So um, when one's made aware of what they can do for their nervous system, and then that's going to um, reflect back into, as I said before, anxiety, which spreads out into anger and um, depression and serious mood swings and, um, and you know, all of those uh, symptoms and, and behavioral problems and emotional problems. Um, and then, of course, the, the big overall umbrella is stress, and we can, you know, we should talk about that um, specifically. Uh, but the, um, the nervous system is something we need to, to deal with and take care of and respect and feed and nourish. And, and, the, the, and the bad news is it's, it's under constant attack. The good news is it's possible to, uh, to rebuild it and nourish it and feed it and make it so that it functions well. And we feel like and act like and look like a completely whole and new and fresh and different person when we when we take that initiative and we do that. What, what do you think those, you know, if you had to name like five causes of what, you know, in general, like is it is it coming from um, like more of our environment? Is it coming from, you know, the, the media and all this? You know, I mean, I know these things are part of it. I'm just curious, like, what you think that maybe the top five causes of stress and anxiety right now? Well, so far you're batting a thousand. Keep going. Yes and yes to both of the things that you mentioned. And, you know, and you can just keep going and keep listing them off. I don't, I don't know if there is a top five in general, in, just in the sense that people live in different environments and they have, so, you know, some people have family, some people don't, some people are, you know, in a city, some people are on a farm. The, the cause and the, the, the source of uh, the attack on their nervous system varies. However, when you get right down to the root of it, um, people are um, nervous and stressed out from the time they go to bed at night and they can't sleep. Uh, they have trouble sleeping, and that plays havoc on the nervous system because the body makes repair when we sleep, and we have to have nutrients and nourishment in our body to make repair, and if we don't have the proper... Uh, nourishment in our body for all the different uh, areas of our body, all the different systems and organs uh, to make that repair because the reason we sleep is to shut off the outside switch, turn off the lights, so to speak, so that we're not in the tearing down stage of our body and our, our in this case we're talking nervous system, um, but all aspects, we, we're not doing the tearing down, we're sleeping hopefully and unfortunately a lot of people most people are not very well today sleeping very well but uh, during sleep we're supposed to take all of the building blocks that we supplied in the way of nutrients 
uh, during the day and uh, concentrate on rather than burning those as fuel and having those uh, used up just trying to cope with what's going on, uh, those nutrients can be used as building blocks to rebuild and rejuvenate and regenerate uh, every part of the body. So um, when, when we're talking about the nervous system, let's, let's go to the B-complex. Um, the B-complex is the most needed um, and important and versatile family of nutrients there are. They do ba eight basic things. They do far more than eight things. But the eight basic things that the B-complex vitamins do is they give you pepin energy. They're for your nerves, your adrenal glands to handle stress, your skin, hair, eyes, your brain, and your liver. And you stop and think about all those eight factors, those eight departments, those eight subject matters. They're huge. And, and B vitamins are water-soluble. Um, we don't get a lot of them out of our food. A person needs to take a good all-around B complex. My mother was the first person ever to come out with a real therapeutic all-around high potency. She called it Supreme B complex formula 404. And I can never remember in my whole lifetime that that formula didn't exist. Uh, so I don't know exactly how old I was or what year she, she developed that, but that's the first high-potency, all-around, complete B-complex um, that was very effective and really worked uh, that I ever heard of on the market. And um, out of her Cincinnati Vitamin Company, um, she sold tons of it, and shipped it all over the country, and um, uh, one of its favorite nicknames uh, was three o'clock slump stuff, because when you, uh, almost everybody suffers uh, three o'clock slump in one way or the other, and it's due to not only physical work, uh, which um, is, you know, draining and tiring on the body, but stems back to poor sleep, poor diet, stress, all of that, and by three o'clock in the afternoon, uh, people are, are having a slump, you know, they're, they're, and, and I just used to get such a kick out of that because that was the popular nickname for, for our Supreme B Complex for Formula 404 was the three o'clock slump stuff, and boy, it works, and it works in a couple of ways. Um, first of all, you can't just take a bunch of B vitamins like one B Complex capsule in the morning or two and then think that's going to do it for you all day. Uh, again, I've mentioned this before, and um, I'll mention it often, but I'm a car guy. And if you fill up your tank with uh, high-octane fuel in the morning and you go out and hit the road and you're driving um, at a fast and furious and steady pace all day, uh, after a number of hours, your tank is low and you're going to need to refill. That's what happens with B vitamins. You, uh, If you start off in the morning with a good, strong B complex, which... Hopefully people will because that'll at least get them started and getting off on the right foot for their day. Uh, by the middle of the afternoon, their tank is empty and they need to pull into the gas station and fill her up again. So uh, B vitamins, again, being water-soluble, it's good news and the bad news. The good news is the, 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 all of the B factors get into your system very quickly. So when you are dragging and having 3 o'clock slump, if you know you're about to, you can do this, take them at 2.30 or a little before you start to really um, tire out. Or if, if it hits you and you're going, oh my gosh, I'm having 3 o'clock slump, 
grab the B complex and take a couple of them right now, it gets into your system quickly. So within 10 or 15 minutes, it's not like a buzz. It's not like a drug. It's not like uh, pick perking a person up where they're going to go on a high for a while and then fall off later. It's nothing like that. It's just called nourishment. And it gets your metabolism going. And metabolism in the body is burning fuel to create energy. It's like your engine in your car. It burns fuel to create energy to propel the car down the road. If you're out of fuel and you're out of gas, uh, it's the engine's going to quit. And so you're not going to get down the road. So when you fill it up and you put in high-octane fuel, if it's the kind of engine that requires that, and um, you get going again, it's like, oh, good, I'm going again. And um, so the B vitamins are, are, are quickly assimil assimilated and very effective, and they will get a person through the rest of the day, uh, for the most part, very, very well. So it's, it's not uncommon for people who are made aware of the need for the B-complex, the whole complete B-complex, to take uh, one or two in the morning with breakfast, you know, when they get up, or they don't, and when I say with breakfast, one does not have to get it into their head, well, I have to take this with a meal. No, you don't. You just have to get it that with breakfast, the word breakfast means to break the fast. You're fasting overnight because you were not eating since dinner the night before. So to break that fast, you need to put some fuel in the system in the morning and get fueled up. And so if a person takes uh, one or two of a good uh, B-complex, like the one I was referring to, like our uh, good old Supreme B-404 in the morning and then uh, another one or two at three in the afternoon, uh, my goodness, how it changes their life and improves their life. And... Uh, and they just get through the day so much better in all the ways that I mentioned earlier that the bees are for. They give you pep and energy. They're for your nerves. They help you handle stress. They're for your skin, your hair, your eyes, your brain, your liver. Think about all those important areas. And when all those areas are out of fuel and not being nourished, you're a wreck. You're just ready to be hauled off by, you know, put it on... Another motor racing term is on the hook. That's when they put the car in the wrecker and haul it off. Well, you're ready to be put on the hook and hauled off to the to the uh, junkyard, and you don't want that. So you want to stay out there being active. And uh, so B-complex is really important. Now, your nervous system, you know, um, I, I've treated and worked with people with what I call terminal acne. Uh, you know, they're 35 and 40, and they still have acne. Well, a lot of that's candida, and we can get into that another time. That's yeast infection, which is very serious. And mold and candida, we, we could probably spend uh, at least a half of one of our whole sessions on, and we won't get off under that today. But in addition to coming from uh, sources like that type of, uh, of uh, fungus infection that we get in our system, um, the, uh, the uh, B complex, uh, particularly vitamin B2, and panathenic acid are wonderful to clear up the skin. And if people have, uh, it, I don't care whether it's minor rashes or major acne and everything in between, uh, the bees are wonderful for the skin. Uh, I can look at a person, and as a diagnostician, I can look at them, and they'll have dark circles under their eyes. And I know immediately that they're stressed out, their adrenals are shot, and that one of the quickest places that that shows up is, uh, 
and it and, and it's foolproof. It always happens. Is dark circles under the eyes. So you put that person on um, a couple of thousand milligrams of pantothenic acid in the morning, extra. Uh, like they come in 500 milligram capsules, about four of those along with their B-complex, and again in the afternoon, and in as little as a week, you look at that person, <coughs> you see him again, and it's like, wow, you're looking good, look at that. And they're going, yeah, no dark circles under my eyes. And um, it's not just a cosmetic thing, it's a reflection of the body screaming out, saying, help me, help me. Uh, you know, and, and we have to recognize that and see that. <clears throat> and so that's a panothenic acid deficiency. And, and then also another thing uh, when we're talking about all the things that the B-complex does, and this all relates to the nervous system, is um, vision. And, excuse me, I just had <clears throat> to take a drink of my pure hydrogenated water with a little bit of organic lemon juice in it there. <clears throat> um, when uh, a person is stressed out and tired, most of the time their vision becomes blurry. So uh, if their eyes are sharp and their vision is sharp in the morning, the early part of the day, um, by the late afternoon and or nighttime, their vision is oftentimes blurry. And that's, again, a panothenic acid and B2 deficiency. And this is where B2 jumps in there and works with panothenic acid for both the skin and the eyes. So uh, when a person is uh, supplying their body's needs with those two B factors, uh, their vision can stay sharp all day. And, uh, you know, if it's nighttime and after dinner and they're watching TV and they're looking over at the screen, it's not blurry. They can see what it is. And if some ad or caption or something comes up, it's not going to be blurry. They can see fine. Um, it's, it's remarkable. And... Um, it's amazing how uh, people give in to the fact that, well, it's not a fact, but it it's, has become kind of a factoid type of thing that um, every few years if they, uh, you know, they, it, when a person gets to be 40, they, they develop something called presbyopia, which is a condition of where your arms aren't long enough. Uh, do you get oh, that, Jen? Uh, I've experienced that. <laughs> Okay. I know what you're so, talking about. <laughs> right. It's jokingly, you know, it's it's uh, where they have to start to get glasses, and so they they hold the thing, hold whatever they're trying to read a little bit farther away, and then oh, you know, I can focus better, and then they hold a little bit farther away, and then they can focus better. Then all of a sudden, their arms aren't long enough, so they have to get glasses. So <clears throat> we jokingly call presbyopia the condition of your arms aren't long enough anymore. Um, Anyway, that's easily over. Um, I'm curious, um, like, is are we deficient in B complex vitamins because our diet, or is yes, it, yes? Yeah. Let me jump in there. Yes, yeah. yes. Excuse me. Go ahead. Pardon me for jumping in and yelling. Yes, yes. Uh, both our diet and the fact that we use them up in so many different ways. What little amount we might get from our diet, which is pathetically small. We it's burned up and used up in so many different ways so quickly that we're deficient. So yes, and no matter and no matter stress probably adds to that too. And no matter whether you're you're vegetarian or just an or an omnivore, would you say that it's probably equal throughout both, and that probably both the meat eaters and the plant eaters both need B complex? 
Absolutely. And, you know, I'm an omnivore, but I'm a better vegetarian than most vegetarians. And let me clarify that. <laughs> I love vegetables. I cook and eat a lot of vegetables, eat a lot of raw vegetables. I love vegetables. I know how to make them. Uh, like I said before, I'm a chef, and, and I, I consume uh, an abundance of fresh, natural, organic uh, produce raised properly, and I'm very fastidious about what I buy. And most vegetarians that I've known over these last six, seven decades are people who are seeking meat substitutes. I'm not seeking meat substitutes. I eat vegetables because I love them. And, um, and, and like I say, I'm a better vegetarian uh, than, than practically any and all vegetarians I've ever known because most vegetarians are suffering deficiencies and imbalances and cravings, so they're buying all these phony baloney meat substitutes and these combinations of, of these different grains and chemicals and garbage that they put together to form hamburger patties and different meat things. And that, those things all ought to just be thrown down the garbage disposal. They're worthless and they're, they're not healthy. And, you know, you read about plant-based diets. Hey, a plant-based diet is garbage. And let me clarify that. Um, sugar is from a plant. You don't want to be eating a lot of sugar. Wheat, most people have a wheat allergy, whether you refer to the gluten or not. Uh, there are most people on, on this planet that have, are allergic to wheat, and they're a lot better off to eliminate it. That's a plant-based, that's a plant food. Um, corn is so over-chemicalized and, and so loaded, you know, it's it almost impossible to get non-GMO corn. You know, what do they do up in Nebraska? They fatten up all the cows with corn. And people don't need that. That's plant-based. And I could go on and on and on. So just because um, this term plant-based diet has become fashionable, um, it, it doesn't mean it's good or healthy. Again, it's choices. And people need to learn to read labels, find out the sources for their food. And, uh, and, and Bobby, to get back to answering your question, yes, yes, and yes. Doesn't matter. An omnivorous diet, a carnivorous diet, Somebody doesn't want to go that far, but, you know, you're carnivore. Um, but um, everybody's going to be lacking in B vitamins. There are a number of reasons for that. First are the ones that I've been expounding on for the last uh, quite a few minutes here, all the, the ways that the body needs and, and utilizes bees and, and, and goes through whatever meager supply that we have very quickly, and they're all used up. So the body becomes deficient, and also the fact that it's impossible to get enough B vitamins uh, from your different foods. Now, if a person's on an omnivorous diet and they eat a variety of the right kind of animal foods, and I always recommend fish, sardines, uh, skipjack tuna, Alaskan wild-caught salmon, mackerel, and these are also very rich in, in the right omega fatty acids, and uh, amino acids, uh, and then eggs, and uh, the right kind of yogurt. Uh, and um, uh, there are um, places, uh, foods that one can get uh, in addition to um, plant-based foods. And I'm not a fan of grains. I think people should stay off of grains. I think they're, uh, the body can't handle them. The way they're grown today and raised, they're no good. Um, we're not talking a thousand or two thousand years ago when, you know, that's what was out there and they, the people on earth would plant fields of grains and go out and harvest them and eat them. This, this is a different time. And um, 
So, uh, yes, to answer your question, uh, no matter which style of diet uh, and what name they want to put on it, uh, people are lacking in bees 100% across, across the board. Absolutely 100%. Just like I referred to and said about the liver before, when you had said, you, are most people probably having, you know, liver uh, problems in this? And I said, no, 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 forget most people and probably, yes, 100%, everybody needs help with their liver. Well, 100%, everybody needs B vitamins. And it gets back to the three topics that you wanted to discuss today, stress, anxiety, and the nervous system. And the foundation for repairing those, feeding those systems, handling stress and anxiety, and feeding the nervous system, it all gets down to the B complex. And when I was talking earlier about <clears throat> pentothenic acid and B2, for example, for the eyes and the skin, they're wonderful for that. And I can go into each of the individual B vitamins. I'll be happy to do that. Um, they, they all have their areas in which they specialize and work. But one needs to take a foundation of a complete B complex so they all have synergistic um, capabilities and, and synergistic uh, actions where they work together. Um, so you, you need a foundation. It's like if you're going to uh, build a new house and uh, uh, and you know you, you send out the the two by fours for the framing and you know some shingles for the roof and some plumbing factors and all that. But if you don't build a good foundation in the ground and <clears throat> make it very you know sturdy and stable and and start from the ground up and and have the right plans and and God gave us the right plans for the body. Our body was designed to work perfectly to heal itself and and to be in good condition as long as we don't abuse it, and as long as we give it the materials with which to work. So we have to do our part as well. And um, it's like building a house. You have to have all of the different um, materials to build the good house that will be uh, attractive, strong, uh, long-lasting, uh, and weather-resistant, and all of those things. Well, same thing with your body. You need to have the whole B complex as a foundation. And then when you find that uh, you're under uh, extra stress, we'll jump up to stress for a minute, panothenic acid, I was talking about the dark circles under the eyes and feeding the adrenal glands. Uh, adrenal exhaustion is a form of fatigue that people have and they can't seem to get over. And it's like, they'll, I've heard this, you know, so many times I couldn't ever count how many. I'm just so tired. I just don't know what I can do. Uh, you know, they're complaining about it's adrenal exhaustion. Their the adrenals funny thing is, I, I was I was diagnosed with adrenal exhaustion, but I have no, I have endless energy. So, how does someone like me that has something like that know they have something like that? And what what do they do about it? I mean, it, can exercise also help offset? You know, because I do a lot of exercise just because I have a lot of energy, and if I don't, I feel like. I, I'm claustrophobic in my own body. I have to like release the energy. But how would I ever know I had adrenal issues? Or, or could you just say everyone has adrenal issues? And where does exercise play in offsetting stress and anxiety? Because it definitely works for me. Well, first of all, in, in my opinion, you were misdiagnosed and somebody put a tag on you and a label called adrenal exhaustion. You didn't have adrenal exhaustion. You weren't tired. You weren't exhausted. Okay, that takes care of that. I've seen you many, many times, and um, 
countless times, and uh, uh, I, I never saw dark circles under your eyes. You have energy. Um, you, uh, I, I don't know where, you know, somebody can throw a label at you or me or you, Bobby, and say you have this. Well, you don't have to take it as gospel. And just because somebody stuck you with that, you don't have to go through life thinking, well, I have an adrenal exhaustion. Oh, goodness me. What am I ever going to do? Why? Where? You don't have to do that. Just forget it. You know, I don't see you with adrenal exhaustion. You're energetic. Yes, your exercise is good for you. You, you know, you, you're conscientious about your diet. You drink your hydrogenated water. You do all kinds of things to give yourself energy. And, and it's not fake or false energy. It's not like a sugar rush or a, you know, energy bar rush or an energy drink rush that are all chemicals that are just going to give you a blast of phony energy, uh, like lighting a firecracker and it explodes. And then after, after that, um, in a little while, you know, it, you're, you're burned out and you're shot. It's not like that. Um, I can relate so, to that as a long distance runner. Cause when we used to, um, you know, train for marathons, a lot of people would do these goo drinks it's called GU and it was just full of sugar. And then as soon as they burn it off, it, they would just be right back to like, you know, a downward slump. Whereas in if your body goes to its secondary sources of like fat burning or what have you, you just you have a constant, you know, we may say hitting a wall when it comes to marathon training. Um, that's really where the body's going to the second fuel tank, which is fat resources, but they just fill themselves up with sugar. So just wanted to like make sure that instead of people going to these energy drinks which are fake energy oh, they're awful. they need to go they're to a B awful. complex instead well yeah it's it's just awful it's just criminal that they do that if those if i were the trainer and the nutritionist and I told you you know i was a, a personal fitness trainer before the term was even invented cuz i started with the dodgers back in the early 70s and and I, and I had all these people on nutritional programs for working out because having been a gymnast and an athlete, I worked out all the time and it was obvious and I related to athletes and, and guys had come in. And so I heard about these great nutritional programs you put these guys on and they're getting such great results with their workouts. Uh, you know, put me on a program and I would do it and I'd see them a couple of weeks later and I'd say, how you doing? And they'd go, most, most of them would go, fantastic, man. Oh, that program is great. But sometimes I'd get somebody that would go, oh, gee, um, well, you know, and when they start humming and hawing around like that, it's like, okay, tell me about your workout. And they would start to tell me about their workout, and I would go, oh, brother. And I'd say, look, I'm, I'll be over at my gym at 7.30 tonight, and I'll leave your name at the door and get you guest pass. Come in, and I'll put you through a workout. I'll write it all up for you, and I'll show you how to work out. Well, that's being a personal trainer, but there was no such term for that in, like, 1969, 70, 71, 2, 3. And it was my pleasure to do that because I'd be there working out anyway, and I would just say, you know, I'd take a, a big card and, and say, okay, follow me through the workout. I'm going to put you through a workout that you want and show you how to do it. I'll write it down. We'll make note of the dates, the reps. And how to do it. And I'll show you the right form, and so on and so forth. And and uh, you know, if they were real serious, we'd break up the workouts and do upper body like Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and do legs. Um, you know, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, and we would do core every day. And you know, there would be ways that I would put them on a program, and that was being a trainer. And then after you know a few weeks or a month, I'd see them, and I'd say, 
now how you do? You following your workout program? You know, you hitting the gym and doing all that? Oh, yeah, man. It's like, you can't believe it, you know. <laughs> and it was so gratifying, and it was so, it made me feel good because I love helping people, you know. And um, they were just jazzed over it. And, and, and with marathoners, and when they're just doing this, well, let's carb load, let's load up on carbs. Well, that's quick energy. You're going to burn that fuel off so fast. But there's something called branched-chain amino acids. And there are a lot of different amino acids. But the BCAAs, um, which are amino acids that you're going to burn as fuel as opposed to the ones that are going to come in after the workout and rebuild the muscles. And they're going to give you sustained energy. And they're going to give you sustained power. So as you're running however many yards or miles that a person is doing, depending on what type of running they choose to do, uh, they're going to have the stamina. They're not going to hit the wall. And afterwards, they're going to be the normal tired, but they're not going to like be collapsed because they burned off all that, that phony baloney sugar stuff, and, that, and, and, and they're just totally empty. Their tank is empty, and they're ready to collapse. So, yeah, those, those people are are not doing themselves any favors um, by loading up on these uh, energy bars and energy drinks and soda pops and, and all these things that um, give them the, as they think, the carbo-loading or the, the, the quick fuel to run on, but um, they're, they're not helping themselves. In fact, what they're doing is they're, they're risking heart attacks and strokes and serious damage to their system because... Uh, they're burning that fuel, but at the same time, they're tearing down uh, the amino acids, the protein in their body, and they're tearing down vital parts of their uh, heart and their circulation and circulatory system and, and their body, and, and they're tearing down their muscles. And, and you look at those people, they're not building muscle. They don't usually have good physiques or good muscles. Um, I'm not saying all of them, but you know a lot of them because they're just out there running on that sugar and... Uh, those uh, carbs, those quick uh, carbs, and burning those fast. And what they need to do is is uh, supply the right kind of uh, fuel, like I say, branched-chain amino acids, and, and the right kind of fuel um, so that their body uh, has sustained energy and B-complex. And, um, and uh, uh, I, I've used that with people for so long and taken people that, have worked out for years and never gotten anywhere and put them on the right kind of program like that and and, and taken them to the gym and they've been uh, like training clients of mine and worked with them. Uh, one is, a, uh, I won't mention names, but he's a son of a very famous uh, major league longtime uh, baseball person and who was never got in shape and, and uh, never made it to the bigs and uh, was never in shape and... Uh, God just brought us together, and he met me, and I met him, and I put him on a program and took him to the gym and trained him and put him on a nutritional program uh, for a year or two, and and uh, he loved it, and, and he was, uh, you know, at 30 years of age, he was in better shape uh, and had more strength, and it, it was pathetic how weak he was and what bad shape he was in. I'm not picking on him. I'm just saying this was a product of uh, being around uh major league trainers and major university trainers and, and that conventional way of, uh, of thinking along those dietary uh, methods and things we were just talking about, and, which are all wrong. And uh, 
boy, it was just um, it was just amazing how um, he transformed into a completely different person. It's somebody that was in shape, looked in shape, felt in shape, um, and it was just a totally different person. And so uh, it's yeah, it's uh, and as a runner, you can you can notice that too. And you did, and you mentioned it. Of the people that were out there running and hitting the wall, as you say, and collapsing, and and you know, it, it's a shame. They're 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 killing themselves. They're really really doing damage to their body. And if they don't get become made aware of what they can do to rebuild and repair that damage, um, they're going to go down, 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 down from there. <clears throat> and that's why it's recognized today, uh, pretty commonly by people in my field that uh, as people get older and they're runners um, it's the worst thing they can do for themselves you know unless they're aware like you are and we're, they're doing b-complex and amino acids and fortifying their system with the right building blocks but if they're just doing it in the carb loading way and running um, they're shortening their lifespan by six eight ten twelve years and they're developing heart problems and it's really really bad for them but um, and joint problems, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so running is not something recommended for those people, but you know they're going to do it anyway. And if they don't straighten out um, their nutritional awareness and get on the right nutritional regimen, um, then, um, well, they're hurting themselves a lot. What about herbs? I know herbs uh, <coughs> definitely, they're not in the, the realm of vitamins, though herbs have tended to help a lot. And something that I very much believe in. Uh, are there a few different herbs that you would recommend for nervous system issues like stress and anxiety that you've recognized to be really effective over the past six decades? Look at herbs more like drugs, but but healthy drugs, natural drugs. They're not building blocks like vitamins or amino acids. Um, so they're not going to be used to build cells and build tissue, um, to build eye tissue or to build lung tissue or to build heart tissue, etc., etc., to build muscle. So they're completely different. Um, I'm a huge big herbalist. I'm hugely in favor of herbs. And there's a, a group of plants, uh, herbs, uh, many of them are herbs called adaptogens, and they do two things in, mainly. They give the body energy and they help to handle stress. And therefore, that comes from the word adapt. You adapt to your circumstances. So they're called adaptogens. And there are some wonderful ones out there. And <clears throat> we can do a whole hour on adaptogens and should and on herbs. And um, make a note of this. We'll put down a list of about... 10 different herbs that we can go through in detail, um, some of which are uh, common and, uh, and maybe even more than 10, but uh, these, there are adaptogens, adaptogenic herbs that are wonderful for handling stress. Ashwagandha is one, um, and it's, it's so fabulous and so uh, versatile that a person can take it during the day in either liquid drop form or capsules and in no time at all and I'm talking no time at all how, however long it takes to absorb into your system 10 or 15 minutes a feeling of peace and calmness and 
and they feel like they're blessed. They just feel like a different person. And again, it's not a tranquilizer. It's not anything like that. It's just allowing the body to to cope and deal with stress. And uh, ashwagandha, uh, one that works hand in hand with it, is another one called rhodiola rosea. And um, it's uh, on its own, not as uh, dynamic and significant as ashwagandha, but it's wonderful and it's a combination of uh, ashwagandha and rhodiola rosea. Oh my goodness gracious. Yeah, we've, you we've taken those. Also reishi. <laughs> I used to do reishi mushroom as well. Yeah. That seemed to yeah. be, give you a lot of well, mental clarity and keep you kind of oh, calm yeah. on the inside. And what's interesting about those uh, as compared to the pharmaceutical drugs like Lexapro or Prozac, uh. Zoloft, is it takes, what's interesting is that it takes about two weeks for those pharmaceutical drugs to get worked into your bloodstream. What's also interesting about, from what I have noticed, is you will start to see the best effects with with God's medicine in the form of what he's given us in the form of stress relief and anxiety, ashwagandha, reishi. If you take those for at least two weeks and let those really saturate your blood system and really get going. I like the reishi mushroom and shiitake and mitake. Those three are make. Are, you can look at those as like uh, if you're on a baseball team in the top three in your batting order, hitting one, two, three with uh, <clears throat> with um, a, a combination, and they have synergistic properties to be wonderful adaptogens. And um, the reishi and the the shiitake and the mitake and uh, a person can read up on those if they want to, but just look at those as a great combination. And it's like it's like uh, if you're a great chef and you're preparing things, uh, it, you're going to learn how to blend certain foods together to make a really good dish, a good meal, and and good seasonings and good sauces. And, and the, most things are a blend, a combination of things that work together, uh, similar items that work together, and reishi and um, shiitake and mataki, those three are a great team uh, of mushrooms to work together and um, they go right along with this <laughs> adaptogenic um, principle that we're talking about and they they give a person clarity and they give a person uh, energy and it's it's natural and they help a person handle stress and there are no side effects and <clears throat> the drugs bobby as you were mentioning them if you read the side effects on all of the drugs that are the anti-depression, anti-anxiety drugs, um, most of the people that are out there committing mass murders are on those drugs because it causes them to have great, greater depression, greater anxiety. Um, one of the side effects is potential suicide, uh, not only potential, but suicide. Um, the negatives and side effects of those drugs are absolutely criminal. And the fact that they're even allowed to be sold, in my humble opinion, is it, it's criminal. And they don't do anybody any good. And all they do is make people more reliant on those and then more and more drugs to overcome uh, or attempt to overcome the side effects. Um, they're horrible. And it is so easy, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. You know, I just kind of joking around there, but I mean, I'm doing that to make a, a noise and make a, make a point. So easy with the herbs and and 
and the, the natural uh, food factors and plant factors that God blessed us with. And you throw those in there with uh, a good bee complex, and, and there isn't anybody that's going to have any problem uh, with the, the stress and the nerves and the anxiety. They're going to feel like a million dollars. And, and so it's a matter of, of, uh, of knowing which ones, and that's why we're doing these, these little uh, discussions and podcasts to put some information out there and not only to inform people, but to stimulate people's interest so that they'll do some research on their own and they'll check these things out and look up um, information. And, what, and just everybody would be, be very aware of this. Always consider the source for your information. So if you're going to look up certain um, natural factors, uh, be they vitamins, uh, herbs, different nutritional elements, uh, if your source that you're contacting is sponsored by something in the Big Med, Big Pharma, FDA type field, you're going to get negative uh, information. So you have to uh, find good, reliable experienced, legitimate sources for your information on natural foods, natural herbs, natural products. And uh, it's, it's just, uh, again, I'm going to use this word unbelievable, and, and it's not unbelievable to me, but it's unbelievable to people who have never tried it and who have been on the, you know, the, the drug pharmaceutical route their whole life when they get off of that and they do these things naturally, it's unbelievable to them the difference it makes. They're, they are literally like a whole new different person. Absolutely. And, you know, I could speak from, a, you know, my own personal, uh, my own personal account. So but one, one question that I had it, that I believe is important is how do we make these vitamins and these herbs more bioavailable? Are there certain... We put them in our mouth and we wash them down with some water with a little lemon juice. Lemon juice, okay. I wasn't sure... I just, just, I'm just, I'm kind of halfway being facetious and jumping back at you there. They're, they're going to be bio... bio it's, it's like we said in our last talk. There, the, an old saying is, you are what you eat. And, and I've countered that for decades. And I said, no, you are not. You are what you eat, digest, and absorb and assimilate. So... When you throw in a word like bioavailable, anything that goes into your stomach, okay, let's back up. You can take the, all of these things in an injection form, but people don't want to do that. You know, they don't want to have to have go to the laboratory and have these things made into certain liquids and then take them in injections or intravenously. They, you, you buy from a reputable tablet or capsule manufacturer. There's some very reputable, excellent companies out there that are putting together products that are easily broken down and digested. And when I say broken down, they're not stamped out into tablets so hard that they go through you whole and you don't get, you know, you can't get to it. They're bioavailable. And you just put them in your mouth and you swallow them and you, t you take them with a meal. You take some digestive enzymes with the meal, which will help digest your, your nutritional supplements. Um, I have said this over and over again, and I have a bottle right in front of me, and I've had a couple of sips out of it as my hydrogen water hydrogenated water with uh, some of my pure organic Santa Cruz uh, lemon juice in it. And that's so good for digestion. That stimulates the uh, digestion in your stomachs, and you can just feel it. So when you take your supplements with that, you can feel that you're digesting them and absorbing them. And that's, a bio, that's bioavailability. So 
um, a, a person, if they leave them in the bottle, they're not bioavailable. The person has to get up off their duff and walk over to the cabinet, get the bottles out, and take them. And if they do that on a regular basis and they're conscientious about it uh, and they care and they, they're interested in really doing something for themselves, then they'll do that. Thanks for answering that. Appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, I think um, our... Our, next week when we come together again that we should really focus on these adaptogens because you know you're just reminding me of stuff that we have used and um it like how cool is it people that have never even heard of an adaptogen to know that yeah. that that is out there as an option and instead of turning to again um pharmaceutical i was um on zoloft for five years maybe in my mid-20s. Um, I had an extreme anxiety attack that put me in the emergency room with every indication that I had, like, was getting ready to have a heart attack. I didn't know that I had genetic disposition for anxiety, although I had definitely, you know... Throw away the word genetic. I yeah. don't feel... I don't well, accept... Well, now I know I could that's overcome an excuse. it. I did overcome that's an it. That's an excuse. You know, when you go to the hospital or the allopathic doctor and you've got to say, oh, it's genetic. That's a cop-out. Yeah. I don't I know how to... overcame it. I overcame yeah, it. That's right. They, they don't know how to... What they're saying to you is, I don't know how to deal with it, so I'm just going to tell you it's genetic. So therefore, you're going to believe it's, it's inside you. It's in your genes. You'll never get rid of it. So, you know, g go away. Next. You know, yeah. that's... You know, and, I want to share and with that, you my personal experience with the pharmaceutical drugs because I, I felt um, because of the, my experience was so extreme into the emergency room, I was scared to death to go off of these drugs because they made it sound like this is a lifer thing. You're going to have to take these for life or you're going to have this wow. experience again. So I, after five years, decided to you know it was god just leading me like you don't need this get off this stuff i had a really weird experience with the withdrawals within like two days of not taking them it felt like an engine trying to turn over an electrical impulse in my body trying to turn over but like it never turned over and i had to work through the withdrawals and i never went on it again i actually found something over the last 10 years that someone introduced me to called Bach flower B-A-C-H-F-L-O sure there yeah there's a whole list of the Bach flower yeah remedy. and that works for me just knowing that it works and they've been around money. forever yeah the yeah. stuff and it's a flower essence but that's right there's a whole book out on the Bach flower remedies could you explain like what do you think that was when I was going through that withdrawals where it felt like an electrical current trying to turn over but it didn't it was like my body was withdrawing from this i was on zoloft i think for five for, yeah for five years well it's a combination of things one is <clears throat> you used the word fear yourself and you worked yourself up into such a state of fear that you were going to be having a heart attack or you know you were and it was going to be so bad for you and oh my gosh i've been relying on these things for five years and now i'm not i'm so afraid i'm afraid i'm afraid and a person needs to pray about it and and substitute faith for fear use the other f word and 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 one of the ways um and 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 when we started this conversation today we said stress anxiety and nervous system well, we haven't talked about stress much but i i'm i'm going to jump in here and use this to help answer your question is is no one 
All right, let me back up. Everyone is under stress one way or the other. We're either under external stress or we're under constant stress or we're under... Um, you know, atomic blasts of stress that hit us, <laughs> stress, oh, oh, you know, stuff like that. No one has to suffer from that. <clears throat> and again, <clears throat> excuse me, I've told people for decades, look, <clears throat> I cannot take the stress out of your life because whatever life you lead is your life. You have your own set of circumstances, your own family, your own business, your own everything. But I can 100% fortify you to handle stress and make it so that stress has absolutely no effect on your life. Well, what you were going through was a, 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 a chemical uh, <clears throat> eruption of, uh, it, it, it was like a bare-knuckles brawl between the, chem the chemicals in your body and your body fighting um, <clears throat> for control, and that was that feeling that you were having, and then it was exacerbated by fear because you were so afraid of what was happening to you and what was going to happen to you if you went off of this drug. <clears throat> and that's a seed that's planted in your head by the allopathic medical profession and big pharma and big med. And so they scare people into staying on these drugs even though they're so bad and have such bad side effects. So the, um, <clears throat> the, the fear that, that you were... <clears throat> Uh, feeling uh, was contributing to that. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm going to have another sip of my water here. I've been talking a lot and, and I just got a little dry. <coughs> so, <coughs> the, um, the fear um, was kind of like light in the... the it, it's kind of like these things were in a saucepan on the stove and then the fear was turning up the flame under it. And, and making it all come to a boil. And that's what you were feeling. And thank goodness that you had, thank God that you had the <coughs> fortitude and that God was looking after you and holding you in the palm of his hand and, and carrying you through that uh, to get you through that and past it and over it um, so that you could be uh, clean and clear of that. And, uh, and, and, and that's wonderful. And, and you, you know, you achieved... Uh, the, the, the state of purity and, and wellness that you don't have to go back and do that. And um, I absolutely know people and who um, are under so much stress and they put out so much stress and anxiety and they're so, so under anxiety that you can feel them walk into the room, the negativity. You don't even have to look up and see who it is or hear the door open, but they're putting out, out such... Uh, a, uh, a strong uh, radiation of uh, anger and anxiety and stress and hate um, that you can just feel it and it's real uh, and it's a shame uh, but it can be overcome and again the, the easiest and fastest way to do it is through prayer and through um, asking your father God in heaven above and your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to hold you in the palm of his hand and carry you through and, and just keep you safe and, 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 and hold you and protect you. Um, Absolutely. And, and every time a person, um, like I say, I, I have no fear. I've never been afraid of anything, and I have no stress. I won't accept it. I won't allow it. 
<clears throat> because I just put whatever the situation is, I turn it over to God and I say, these are things that are earthly and we're not big enough or smart enough or strong enough to handle it, but you can handle everything. So I'm just going to pass it right on up to you and, and pray to you and ask you to please put me in the palm of your hand and you handle it. And I, therefore, I have no fear. I have no stress. And I will just keep doing the positive things that you put me here on earth to do. And that's helping people and making people well and, and uh, going forward in a positive way and not letting these things um, bother me. So I have that certain things, certain words, worry, fear, um, anxiety. Those are not part of me. I won't let them be. And <clears throat> as I counseled patients for decades, I've said, look, you know, they'll talk about they're worried about this and they're worried about that. They're stressed over this. I said, look, the amount of energy that your body uses up in that worry, in that stress, and that anxiety, if you were to turn that around 180 degrees from the negative and put it going in a positive direction, you would have ample energy to overcome whatever problem it is that you're worried about or stressed about or have anxiety over and just pray about it and put it in God's hands, turn it around, and don't let those words enter into your your thought and, and, and into your being, into your presence at all. Just eliminate them. I, and I don't. agree. A amen, Dr. Chip. Seriously, I'm mean, what a better way to um, where we just came up on the last minute and are um, just going to have to wrap up here in a couple of seconds. Um, but yeah, we want to continue on next week with adaptogens and and all herbs, all herbs, all herbs that help that help stress. Not just adaptogens, but even all herbs. Oh yeah, Bobby, herbs are really cool, you know. And there's so many of them, and they've been around for thousands of years. I agree. And it's God's and medicine. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's just a matter of learning which ones to use and which combinations. Like I was saying before, they're synergistic. Uh, combinations that work together and, and they're wonderful. Hmm. Yeah, thank you for that, that last little um, little piece that you really, um, I think, unintentionally end, yeah, end, ended, ended the show in, um, in all the solutions. And uh, so I want to thank you for being on the show for episode three of the God's Medicine series with Dr. Chip. Again, this is episode 13 of the A Call to Actions radio show. I'm Bobby Vaughn Jr. and We'll see you next week, guys. This is so fun. Dr. Chip, we're so blessed to know you, to have you share your wisdom, and to... It's something we really enjoy every week, and we'll keep expanding upon what we're doing and helping people find new ways to... Um, you know, exciting ways to take care of these things naturally. God's exciting and positive ways, and it's my total pleasure to to be here and to offer any services that I can, and and do it all in God's name and in putting forth His His uh, wisdom and power and light to everyone in His Word. And you guys are an absolute joy, and and I'm so happy that you're doing what you're doing. It's a wonderful thing that you're doing, and and uh, God bless you. God, God bless, bless you, you, Dr. Chip. See you next okay. week. Okay, see you then.